Since Evan Almighty was a sequel, hopes were high to continue the success of Bruce Almighty, which grossed nearly half a bill. Sorry, I had a moment. You are about to enter the courtroom of the Honorable Judge Kenny J.D. Does she have any movie critic experience? No. Does she have any authority? No. But they gave her a show anyways. The movies are bad. The cases are good. The rulings are final. This is in defense of... Why, hello there, everyone. It's Kenny here, and welcome to another episode of In Defense Of, a More Butter production. Here to decide whether or not a movie that got bad ratings or a low box office earnings deserved it. And again, all of my decisions are final. This is my courtroom. They gave me a gavel. I will never get tired of that joke. Hey yo! So feel free to fight amongst yourself, jury, down in the comment section, and also follow the More Butter channel and follow us on Spotify. Hehe. <laughs> so last week we talked about the Scorpion King. Um, there's not much to say. It was uh, a lot of shirtless buff men, and that's all I could really ask for in 2007, and that's all I really ask for right now. If you haven't checked out that video, that should be on the More Butter channel. I'm sure they'll link it down below. Um, and also as a filming right now, the more butter channel is actually live. It's like, uh, it's the past, but we're sending it out to the future. And I can say now in the present, thank you. <laughs> that was very confusing. As of filming, the More Butter channel is now live and everyone's been having a great reception so far. So feel free to leave comments a movie that you want me to watch and decide. Maybe we'll be on the same side here. Maybe justice will prevail or maybe I'll say it's terrible. Both of which are my decision, eh? Fight amongst yourselves. So today we will be proceeding over Evan Almighty, <laughs> which I had never seen before. And I kind of wish I would have continued my entire life in that fashion. <laughs> but again, before we get started on that, feel free to subscribe to the More Butter channel and follow us on Spotify. It's a great way to, you know, grow this awesome community that we're building right now. It's so exciting. Evan Almighty is a 2007 American comedy film and a standalone sequel to Bruce Almighty, which came out in 2003. In preparation for this uh, video podcast, I actually decided to watch Bruce Almighty again. Um, that is with the headline star, Jim Carrey. Um, it had Morgan Freeman as God. And I remember not liking it <laughs> as a kid because I had seen that movie before. But I was also raised very religious. So like little chubby seven-year-old me was just like, this is blasphemy. Barely no long division, but blasphemy. <laughs> um, and so for that reason, I, I think when I watched it, I watched it a bit begrudgingly. But now as a, you know, 27 uh, person uh, who's not particularly deeply impacted by the religious undertones, I still didn't like the movie. <laughs> to be quite frank with you, the reason I didn't like it now had less to do with the religious undertones and or overtones. It was very blatantly religious. <laughs> Uh, but had less to do about that and more to do with the general premise of this like cishet white dude screaming about how he's the most unlucky person on the planet because he had a mildly inconvenient stay and didn't get a promotion. And then he's finally uh, able to get his rightful place as God. 
Only for him to use that power to just do nothing but harass women and brown people. And so beyond that, I was just like, eh, I'm okay. I am cool. I am all right. And beyond that, even as a comedy, it wasn't funny. It did not get a single yuck, a single chortle, a giggle, a hee hee, nothing. It was not funny. And um, the sheer fact that they were going to make a second one, I was like, I mean, it could only go up from here if this is what we're, we're working with. So this movie does not have Jim Carrey. This is actually starring Steve Carell and Morgan Freeman. And they're coming back reprising their old roles in the first movie because Steve Carell was in that one too. Um, he's playing Evan Baxter. And uh, Morgan Freeman is playing God again. It'd be weird to switch up the dude with it. <laughs> Eternal, everlasting. And then it's just like get a new guy. <laughs> anyway, there's also new cast members, Lauren Graham and John Goodman. And so this movie uh, is more of a modern day retelling of Noah and the Ark, which Evan reluctantly reenacts because God continually badgers him to do so. And this commandment ends up going at odds with his aspirations of working in government, or rather he works in government and it makes him look insane (laughs) building an ark in his backyard. So production for the film began in January, 2006, and several visual effects companies were used to provide CGI for the numerous animals and the climactic flood scene at the end. We'll get to that in a bit. By the time the film had completed production, it had become the most expensive comedy film ever made. Wow, because <laughs> this movie is trash. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> um, the record was later overtaken by Men in Black 3, which is also awful. Jesus. The film opened June 22nd, 2007 and made less than its budget of $175 million. (laughs) Sorry, I just looked at the note. That's a big ass number. Whoa. Almost $200 million. Wow. Okay. (laughs) They did not make that money back and it generally received negative reviews. So just all around bad. Since Evan Almighty was a sequel... Hopes were high to continue the success of Bruce Almighty, which grossed nearly half a bill. Sorry, I had a moment. That terrible ass movie made half a billion dollars? Half a billion dollars was made from Bruce Almighty? <laughs> I'm sorry, that... Okay, uh, Evan Almighty made not even half of that, but come on, can we take a second and really talk about how the movie still made like $174 million, okay? And if they hadn't tanked $175 million into the process of making it, it would have been a lot of damn money. So critic scores, they got a 23% on the tomato meter from uh, reviewers like critics, and it got a 52% audience score with over 250,000 ratings. Critic response uh, was basically that it was big on special effects, but really not funny. (laughs) Quote, big on special effects, but short on laughs. Evan Almighty underutilizes a star-studded cast that includes Steve Carell and Morgan Freeman. So without further ado, let's take this movie to court. So again, the movie follows Evan, now a freshman congressman who gets a message from God to build an ark. Along the way, they introduce plenty of biblical shtick. Uh, He has animals that follow him wherever he goes. He gets uh, premonitions from God throughout that doomsday is coming and that a flood is about to come into town. His eyebrows and beard 
cannot be cut because he must take the form, the figure, the the physiology of Noah. I was about to say Moses. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> All my childhood. Yep. Moses, Noah, definitely two different dudes. Okay. <laughs> no, there are. I know that. Today's video is brought to you by Haritos Soda. Haritos comes in a glass bottle made with real sugar and has absolutely no HFCs. There's 12 all natural flavors, so you're sure to find something that you enjoy, including, but not limited to, grapefruit, strawberry, tamarind, mango, and pineapple. Those are my two favorites, but I also love a fruit punch and many more to choose from as well. If you would like to taste test every flavor for yourself, feel free to check it out in their Fiesta pack available at Walmart. Link will be down below. Big thanks again to Haritos for sponsoring today's episode. Anyway, he becomes a metrosexual congressman to lead the people to believe the word of God. Side note, do you guys remember when people made a whole sexual orientation <laughs> for straight men who bathed and gave any care at all to their physical appearance? Metrosexual. What a time to be alive, truly. But eventually all of the crazed activities he's doing, the shouting of God's coming to bring doomsday upon the city, um, ends up ruining his job, making him look really bad. And his wife leaves him thinking that he's in the midst of a psychotic break. But eventually they all come together and build the ark. Um, she ends up having an, an encounter with God, um, I will say the, the aspect of that being so literal in this movie is funny. They are all convinced him and his family to build this ark. It becomes like this cute little family activity and brings them closer together. Um, and the ark is ultimately um, an effort to combat the environmentally unsound workings of another higher up congressman, more senior congressman. The flood comes, uh, which was obviously where most of that 200,000... I was about to say a thousand, I wish. $200 million budget went. Cause my God, it, I mean, it's certainly epic, but it was like just watching a flood of dollar signs just go past you. Just like, I, I guess it's the only thing that keeps this from obviously being a money laundering scheme. I just assume any movie with some crazy high budget for no reason is a money laundering scheme. It is. But anyway, the flood comes, uh, silencing naysayers and embarrassing the congressmen. Uh, the other congressman that was um, causing a bunch of environmental issues because it's his fault that a flood came in. But it saves the animals and salvaging the congressman Evan Baxter's career. So that's the gist of the film. Um, and now let's talk a bit about my very lukewarm defense. Not even. This is just me saying how I don't like this movie. <laughs> Because I don't. The major difference between these two movies is the difference in leading men. And especially their star power. Jim Carrey is one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Um, and Steve Carell, while incredibly funny, or can be, was not. <laughs> is not. He's never had the star power of Jim Carrey, which we could go... We could debate amongst ourselves whether or not that... Well, I'm not even going to get into that because you'd be surprised who has stands. I was about to go into a whole diatribe of how I don't really think Jim Carrey is that funny. Well, I will. It's my show. I don't think Jim Carrey is that funny, just generally speaking. But being just frank with you, he has a lot of star power, star power that Carell never really has. Um, even though I find Carell often much more funny, but 
I digress. Just generally, that's how I feel about it. Um, by 2003, Carrie was a household name. He had starred in Ace Ventura franchise, commanding $20 million for The Cable Guy, even though that movie flopped. But Carrie, of course, got out completely unscathed. He had huge financial success with Liar Liar, and it starred as a villain in the Batman franchise at the point, among other high-profile roles. Whereas Carell, Evan Almighty was his first attempt at opening a movie on marquee name alone. Like he had some namesake in the sense that, you know, he had gotten a name for himself a bit from 40 year old virgin. Like that movie was a surprising success. Like the movie only did well because of like word of mouth, honestly. The 40 year old virgin ended up getting like a total of something like 120 or $130 million at the box office eventually in a way that was not expected and not planned for that movie. Um, and the only other high-profile film project for Carell before Evan was uh, his turn in the award-winning Little Miss Sunshine. And and though he was very famous with The Office, it still doesn't necessarily mean that you can carry a movie on your own, especially when the movie itself was not funny. <laughs> Also, let's not forget that Jim Carrey's co-star in Bruce Almighty was actually Jennifer Aniston at the height of her friend's fame. And Carell had himself and that chick from the Gilmore Girls. So, so last, here we are with my final verdict. This movie is guilty. <laughs> movie sucks. <laughs> but I will say, though, again, Bruce Almighty made an impressive amount of money originally. I still find... Evan Almighty to be funnier. Yeah, neither are funny. <laughs> so if that's any consolation prize. But this one, this sequel, yes, the one with Steve Carell, not the one with Jim Carrey. I'm not confused. It's funnier. Steve Carell was at least able to get some yucks out of me, a few laughs, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the beard shtick was funny. And just beyond that, it was overall more eventful of a film than Bruce Almighty was. Again, Bruce Almighty was just him complaining and seeing what he can do with his new God powers. <laughs> so I liked that they played up the biblical shtick uh, in a way that wasn't nearly as obnoxious <laughs> as Jim Carrey was in Bruce. Uh, Bruce was just incredibly annoying and unlikable and self-serving. And Carell's delivery was a lot more... Humble? Less... Overwhelming <laughs> the way that Carrie is often in film. That whole like like Bruce Almighty is a very Jim Carrey movie. Like his kind of manic liar liar <laughs> mask thing just simply doesn't really work in this context. Um, instead, it just made him inseparable and annoying. Whereas this movie, I could actually, you know, sit through once. I don't want to sit through it again. <laughs> With that said, it was still very much so a waste of my time on this planet. It felt like a very long SNL sketch that just would not end. Um, but one with like a disturbingly large budget <laughs> that I'm, again, not 100% sure isn't money laundering. Somebody worked that allegedly button in there somewhere. So that is all. That is my opinions. That is my ruling. Okay, I'll stop. I swear. I, it just it just feels right. Okay. Now, though my rulings are final, 
If you would like to agree or disagree, feel free to put that down in the comment section, the jewelry room, and fight amongst yourselves. Cause again, final. I'm not gonna lift up the. I'm not gonna lift up the gavel. But feel free to discuss and join us on social media. We'd love to see you again. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for watching. And I will see you guys next time.